Law Enforcement Today radio show. I'm your host. My name is John J. Wiley. In addition to being a radio broadcaster, I'm a retired Baltimore police sergeant. In the Law Enforcement Today radio show, we are joined by special guests. We'll be talking about their experiences and issues affecting law enforcement officers, their families, and the community. We'll also be discussing issues in the news from the perspective of those in law enforcement. Check out our daily articles on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. And while you're there, download our free app. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. Search for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. The Law Enforcement Today Radio Show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed veterans and first responders treatment program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center. Calling us from Illinois, we have Rich Wystocki on the phone. Rich is a retired police officer. Rich, how are you? I am good. How are you today? Excellent. Good to have you on the phone. Let's talk a little bit for you the details of what you do now. Uh, You're a retired police officer. Tell us about your law enforcement career, where you retired from, from start to finish. Sure. So um, I had 30 years in law enforcement. I was a police officer in Summit, Illinois, where I grew up. I was there for about two years at the end of my college. After college, I went to Summit PD, and, and I... I ended up arresting all my friends I grew up with, but I didn't like that too much. <laughs> no. Neither did they. Not bad. <laughs> so I uh, was watching a movie in my house with my fiance, and then uh, all of a sudden I hear a pop, 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 and went outside, and they shot out all the windows in my car. So um, I went outside, and my fiance says, that's it, I'm done, you need to find someplace else to work, and that's what I did. So I started taking tests all over the place. And I landed in Naperville PD, thank God. And um, I spent uh, four and a half years in patrol in Naperville. I started their bicycle patrol program. Uh, we were catching burglars who were thieving from cars and things like that, and it just turned into a, our bike patrol. And then uh, in 95, I went into juvenile investigations where I started to investigate child death while my parents killed kids. Mm. And then I got, yeah, then I got into uh, the Department of Children and Family Services Child Death Review Team, where we re-reviewed the ways kids died in nine different counties, and that's, we actually opened that's up That's got to be a horrible line of work. That, I, I got to tell you, nothing affected me more than uh, the tragedies that befell children, especially when there's violence in the hands of our family. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Somebody's got to do it, right? And I, yeah. I truly believe in my calling. Ever since I, I was little, I was in martial art. I have a third-degree black belt in taekwondo, and I, and I always loved teachings. Then in 97, we had a guy come from Nashville, Tennessee, travel up to Naperville, pick this girl up by her house, 13 years old, take her to a hotel, and rape her. 
He sent her home and she proceeded to tell her parents. Parents came to the police department and she proceeded to tell us that she met this person on something called America Online. Oh. And uh, we didn't know what that was at the time. We didn't know how it worked. And, you know, so a partner of mine, Mike Sullivan, was uh, a detective and he just came out of the undercover drug work. And he's like, well, let's just use what we do in undercover drugs. And we were like, okay. So we took over this girl's persona. And lo and behold, a few months later, after talking to the guy, he came up and tried to do it again, but this time, this time he met us. And that was the start of our Internet Crimes Unit. We had a chief at the time, Dave Dial, who was a visionary, this guy. So he brought us up to his office and he said, guys, if there is a place where adults can meet children behind their parents' backs, this is the future of law enforcement. Uh-huh. And I want to be the I want to be known for internet crime investigation. I don't care what it costs, I don't care where you have to go for training. I want Naperville Police Department to be the best internet crimes police department anywhere. And that's what we did. We traveled all over the place. We helped all the other states out in their cases. We we studied, we took classes, then the Department of Justice created the ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. We formed the ICAC Task Force in Illinois. We were one of seven other jurisdictions that created the Attorney General's ICAC. And then we just did everything ICAC. It was just an amazing, an amazing how many predators we caught. Mike Sullivan retired in 2005, and he became the head of the ICAC at the Attorney General's office. When Mike retired, uh, they came to me and they said, you know, you want to head up this unit? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, weekends, holidays off, make my own schedule. Nobody watches me. I was like, it's a dream job. And they said, okay, but there's a catch. I'm like, what's the catch? And they said, we can't have you traveling all over the place because budgets are tight, no more overtime, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And I was like, you know, what am I going to do now? You know, this is all we know how to do. So I was in church one day, Jay. And I'm a good old Catholic school boy. I went to St. Joseph, St. Lawrence, and St. Xavier for college. And uh, I was praying to the Lord, like, show me a sign or something. What am I going to do? How am I going to be as successful as Mike Sullivan or even more so? And, you know, I was listening to that priest. All I did was uh, it, it just came to me in church that I have to train kids how not to be victims. I have to train parents how to watch their kids online and on their gaming systems. And most importantly, I have to train other cops how to do what we did in Naperville. And that's a huge calling. You know, most of police work, I, I believe it's a vocation. I believe it's a calling for most of Absolutely. us. Uh, and for the different divisions of police work, especially what you're talking about doing, it certainly is a calling and a vocation. And I can't think of one that is more important than protecting our children. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I went home, I started writing lesson plans and things, what I would teach and all this stuff and the mobile training unit in Illinois, I send them all my stuff and lo and behold, I started teaching law enforcement and uh, showing them what we did in Naperville and, and I didn't have to go anywhere, they all came to me. So it, I just started teaching in Illinois then I started teaching in the Midwest. Then I started teaching for OJJDP, uh, Fox Valley Techno College. And then I uh, started to see that resource officers throughout the country did not have the training that we were delivering. 
and there's a total disconnect in our country between ICAC and the National Association of School Resource Officers. Mm -hmm. And yet, resource officers deal with this stuff every single day. Social media, whether it's sexting, cyberbullying, sextortion, they deal with it every single day. They're on the front lines of so many things. Rich, we're going to take a break. We are talking with Rich Rysaki, retired police officer. We're going to be talking about lots of interesting things. You listen to Law Enforcement Today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Epidemic. America's public health crisis. These are all terms that describe the current problem of drug and alcohol abuse in the United States. Countless lives are lost, and heartbroken families are too many to count. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to saving lives. Call 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has many acclaimed treatment programs offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center. Do you owe back taxes to the IRS? Newsflash, the president has changed the tax laws, and now you may be able to pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, the tax doctor can help you pay the IRS as little as possible allowed by law. There are new tax laws for business owners, the self-employed, even W-2 workers. If you have a back tax problem or a few years of unfilled returns, new help to save you money is now here. Call right now to see how the new tax laws can help you. Plus, right now, we'll waive the consultation fee and give you a free tax savings report. Attention business owners, the self-employed, and W-2 workers. Make this free call to the tax doctor now and learn how to take advantage of the new tax laws that may help you pay the IRS less. 800-663-5107. 800-663-5107. 800 that's 800-663-5107. Rates based on a managed 42 with no tobacco use of any form for 20 years. Policy number 25. Policy underwritten by various life insurance companies. Premium includes a $50 policy fee. Rates and underwriting criteria subject to change at any time. Not available in some states. You've heard those term life insurance ads with their rates read very low. And at the end, they have a long disclaimer read extremely fast. Why? Because most people like us will never qualify for those rates. It's just a way to get you to call. Listen, at the term lifeline, we'll never quote you a low rate hoping you'll call. Then try to sell you something else. But we do promise to get you the best rates available on policies of $500,000 or more with professional service. Don't waste your valuable time. Get the real rates you want on term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more from the term lifeline. Call now. 800-957-6068. 800-957-6068. 800-957-6068. That's 800-957-6068. 
Are you working so hard to make a living you can't take time to make any real money? Is every day the same boring routine going nowhere and the money runs out before the month? My name is Ron Legrand and for over 35 years now I've been helping clients take their life back by buying and selling houses with no money, credit, experience, or license. If you'll call 800-956-0677, 24 hours, and leave a message, I'll send you my new book and CD absolutely free so you can see how. I've bought hundreds of houses and trained thousands to do the same. Call 800-956-0677. Get your free starter kit until 500 are gone. You'll learn how to make a full-time income on a part-time basis without risk, largely tax-free, and get 90% of the work done for you for pennies. That's 800-956-0677. 800-956-0677. Again, 800-956-0677. That's 800-956-0677. Wow. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Home Security Advisors. Call 866-334-6387. They're online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. Is your home as secure as it should be? If not, call Home Security Advisors, 866-334-6387. There's no price you can put on safety and peace of mind for you and your family. Protect your valuables, gain remote access to your home, reduce your homeowner's insurance, and deter criminals. High-tech security options for low cost. To get more information, call Home Security Advisors, 866-334-6387, or visit them online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. Call 866-334-6387. That's 866-334-6387. 866-334-6387. Online at help.lockitdowntoday.com. The Law Enforcement Today radio show has grown so much and so rapidly. We now have two Facebook pages. You can do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today radio show. That's a new page. Be sure to click like when you get there and follow. In addition, we have our main page, which is Law Enforcement Today. So do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today and be sure to click like and follow that one as well. Back to our conversation with Rich Wystocki, retired police officer, and currently we'll get into what he does now in a few moments. I'm captivated by this, what turned into, quite accidentally, the beginnings of AOL, the horrible crime that happened to that young girl, and how it propelled you and other officers in Naperville to start this unit, and how it's grown, and how when we left Absolutely. off, you're teaching other officers other agencies how to protect the children you're teaching the parents how to protect the children and you're to some degree we left off talking about school resource officers and they're in the front lines of so many things that are so important absolutely absolutely so what i started seeing in my classes that they were dealing with so much sexting that they really didn't know 
how to deal with it. So in, in the ICAC, we, we understand the frontal cortex of kids' brains are not developed enough to understand the ripple effects of their decision to take naked pictures of themselves. So when I came back in, I think it was like 2007, from the ICAC conference, I made it a, a mission of mine to create the sexting law in Illinois. So the sexting law in Illinois, which was passed by the governor and signed by the governor at that time, showed that no longer are we going to arrest kids for sexting. We're going to give them an education as far as community service, uh, research papers, and, and all these things. And we had to stop making kids sex offenders for their indiscretions and, and bad decision-making. But what we have to do is we had to educate the kids on what happens to that picture for the rest of their lives. And apparently so, not, not a lot of people are doing that. They're not doing it at home. Right. So when I show parents how to use monitoring software to remotely watch their kids, we had, in 2009, we had the POP conference come to Naperville, the Problem Orientated Policing Conference. Every two years they, they spend, uh, uh, you know, like if there's a, a bar problem, a fight problem, a heroin problem, uh, whatever specific problem in law enforcement, they have the people who were in charge of making those changes to deal with the problem, and they have a conference on that so everybody can learn what everybody else did. So when the POP conference came to Naperville, they said, hey, we really like you to do one on sexting and how it affects children in schools. And I'm like, sure, okay. So, uh, But they, they said it has to be all data and stat-driven. I was like, okay, so... I was thinking that since I show kids how to, how to gather evidence if something bad happens to them and report it to the police, I show parents how to watch their kids and how they report something to the police so we can catch more predators, I was thinking that the data is going to truly show there's going to be a spike in um, reporting for sexting. Because you had the app Kick, you had you know, all these other apps that were, that were used to exploit children. So when my criminal analysts and my IT people came back to me, it was the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. We actually cut the reporting in half every year for four years because now kids were not becoming victims. Now That's more excellent. parents were watching their kids so their kids would not become victims. Did you did you find parents being reluctant uh, when it came to watching their kids, feeling like they were you know overseeing or uh, doing overwatch and felt like they're intruding? Well, there's two things that I when I teach parents all over the country, this is the message. And I started out being a, that copy that that cocky cop and with an attitude, and I'm like, you know, parents, I'm all glad you're here tonight, and. I'm going to say something that really is going to upset you. you. If you want to walk out of this auditorium, I get it, because you can't handle the truth, but I'm going to tell it to all of your faces because you need to hear it from somebody who's been there and done that. And then I take a dramatic pause, and then I say, all of you parents here tonight are responsible for your children. Remarkable concept. And I'm like, I'm sorry I upset you. I didn't mean to upset you, but actually I did. If you want to go complain to my chief, I don't really care because I'm retired now. But um, <laughs> it's true. 
You're not only responsible for your children's food, clothing, shelter, and education. You are responsible for that technology as well. I don't care if Grandma, Grandpa, Tia, to you, no one bought you that new iPhone 10 or that iPad for your birthday. You don't own it. Your parents allow you to have it. The second concept that parents really need to wrap their heads around is that there's no such thing as privacy for children. Not when I grew up. I, I, I don't know when that when that became a thing because when I grew up, you weren't allowed to lock your door. It just Absolutely. you didn't do that, and we had one phone in the house, and it was you know the long cord. It is always in the kitchen, right. and you never right. you had to have a conversation on the phone in front of everybody, mom and dad, and you were never allowed to take phone calls during dinner. If that phone rang during dinner time, mom would answer right. it, and she'd tell them. And no one's certain right. language, don't you ever call here around this time of night unless it's an emergency. Right. Absolutely. So parents need to understand that there's no such thing as privacy for their children. And they, if something goes sideways, sideways, guess what? You're responsible for that. So as I started doing these teachings and, and things like that, um, I was asked by our uh, state attorney's office to create a high-technology crimes unit in Will County. So I had to do that in addition to my duties in, in Naperville. So I created a high-technology crimes unit for the Will County state attorney's office. And I hired a part-time computer forensic guy and a full-time investigator. And uh, at the end of my four years there, we arrested 100 predators and saved over 300 children based upon the philosophy of that we're going to train Law enforcement in this county, how to do cybercrime investigations. We're going to do proactive investigations with peer-to-peer downloading child pornography cases. And we're going to teach in all the schools. And that is the recipe on how you protect kids in your community. That's just, it so, sounds so simple, but I imagine it was like, uh, probably like beating your head against the wall at times trying to get people to listen. Yeah, yeah, you know, when you have bigger law enforcement agencies and they're like, well, who's this guy from Naperville and who is he to tell us what to do? And I'm like, you know, look, I've done a lot of these things. I just want to show you the way. If you don't want to be shown the way, then you're risking the kids in your jurisdiction's lives. You know, if you don't want to take reports. So now, you know, I created a... uh, Uh, 15-minute roll call training. It's called uh, Cybercrime Training for Patrol. It's a 15-minute video that that every uh, patrol officer gets to see in roll call, and then we have a laminated cheat sheet that goes along with the video, and it shows them what to ask for, what evidence to get, and how to put how to gather evidence. And it's um, it's been amazingly popular. So as I'm creating all of these things, last year. I plan on doing 30 years in Naperville, but last year I was asked to do a TEDx, a TED Talk. And uh, when I was asked to do a TED Talk, and they're like, well, what would you do it on? What's your key, key reason that you would do one? And I'm like, well, probably parents' responsibility for their kids' technology. We are talking Rich Weistocki, and a retired police officer. We're talking about so many things that are very, very interesting involving protecting your children. You're listening to Law Enforcement Today's show. We'll be right back. 
Do you owe back taxes to the IRS? Newsflash, the president has changed the tax laws. And now, you may be able to pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, the tax doctor can help you pay the IRS as little as possible allowed by law. There are new tax laws for business owners, the self-employed, even W-2 workers. If you have a back tax problem or a few years of unfilled returns, new help to save you money is now here. Call right now to see how the new tax laws can help you. Plus, right now, we'll waive the consultation fee and give you a free tax savings report. Attention business owners, the self-employed, and W-2 workers. Make this free call to the tax doctor now and learn how to take advantage of the new tax laws that may help you pay the IRS less. 800-663-5107. Driving means freedom, exploration, fun, pride, flexibility, friendship, independence. Distracted driving means danger, recklessness, irresponsible, chaos, police, devastation, death. Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725, online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center. We are on the phone with Rich Weistocki calling us from Illinois. And we're talking about the, the end of his career in law enforcement, where he began to transition. And it's very fascinating how you were on the forefront of these internet crimes, especially crimes against children. And that's a big issue. And it's been a big issue ever since you said in the early part of the interview, the America Online days, the AOL, the dial-up days. And uh, it's still right. an issue. Right. And when I go to schools across the country, I'll ask kids, do you know what America Online is? And they have no idea. And I tell them that was kind of the first social network. Actually, it was the second social network that was big. Oh, the AOL chat rooms were huge. I remember those. That's where I learned to type, really, basically. Yeah, sure. So um, I had this program in Naperville called The Cop and the Convict. I was the cop, of course, and my partner, a guy by the name of Tim Ryan, uh, they did an Amy special on him. He was a professional heroin addict. Um, he went to prison on his third or fourth DUI. And then when he got out, his 21-year-old son died of a heroin overdose. And Tim decided when he was in prison to make a difference in our world. And um, he has a program called, he has a non-for-profit called the Men Recovery Foundation.org, AMIRF.org. And and I actually vetted and investigated him before we were allow him to do anything in Naperville. 
because he wanted to start the first Connect for Life program in Naperville. Connect for Life is when a heroin addict or a drug abuser can come to the police department and say, I need a problem, I need help, it's like a tow sheet. You take the next provider on the sheet, that person goes straight to treatment. And Tim worked for Transformations. Transformation so, Treatment Center, by the way, one of our sponsors of a show here. Great people. I'll tell you more about them later on. So um, when when uh, what we did in Cop and the Convict was I showed parents that if you want to know what kind of drugs your kids are doing, it's right in their cell phone. You just got to look. With monitoring software, they will see who they're calling, how much they're ordering, the stupid videos they take of cutting it up and doing it and smoking weed and, and blowing bongs and all that. It's all on their phone. You just got to look. And then we show parents what the conversation should be about if you think your kid is using drugs because there is no force so great as a mother's intuition. Oh, you got that right. Yeah. Yes. What I I tell moms, if you have that feeling, investigate, investigate, investigate. And I show them how to have a conversation with their kids about drug testing in the home. Because when that kid goes to a party, Jay, what happens is, hey, why don't you try some of this? Why don't you try some of that? Now the answer is, I can't. My parents drug test me. And they're like, what? Yeah, my parents drug test me. They're like, sucks to be you, bro. Yeah. So... Kids get left alone then. And then Tim comes in and he talks about the, the horrible face of heroin. Well, when I retired, and after I did the, when I did the TEDx, I started getting calls from all over the country to teach in schools and teach law enforcement. And so I ran out of sick time. I ran out of vacation time. I ran out of personal time. My bosses, who were my all my... I was in SWAT for 22 years as a sniper. And my, my, my SWAT brothers, who were all my sergeants, my commanders, and my deputy chief said, Hey... You have ran out of time. And I was like, well, I'm working overtime to get comp time. What do you mean I'm out of time? And they're like, look, that's not what we're talking about. You have done so much for our department. Before you decide to leave, we want you to train someone. So I did. I actually went through five officers before I found the right one. And I trained her for a month, and then I had to retire. So when I retired, Tim Ryan was like, hey, my boss of the Transformations wanted to talk to you. And I'm like, all right, what do they want to talk to me for? I'm a cyber guy. He's like, I don't know, maybe they want to teach in colleges or something. And I'm like, all right, I'll go down. So I went down to Delray Beach, Florida, where Transformation is at, and I viewed the facility. Um, it was an amazing place, Jay. I mean, they have an 80-unit condominium complex just for clients. It's, it's a classy a place. It's really, uh, you know, a lot of people I saw the documentaries in the news about drug and alcohol treatment centers in South Florida. Transformations is not like that. It's one of the premier facilities across the United States, if not the world. Phenomenal people, phenomenal outfit. Absolutely. And when I went there, I saw um, people getting healed. You know, through the their through their therapy and through the holistic therapy that they have was amazing. So I went to lunch with the president, and he says, "We want you to spend the afternoon in our first responder program." And I'm like, "First responder program?" I'm like, "What's that?" And he's like, "We have a program here just for cops, firemen, and military and corrections." I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" They're like, "Yeah, we do." So I sat in on this on this session. There was about 15 people in the session. Ten of them were cops. 
And Carlos Farina, who is an amazing, amazing therapist, he was a Vietnam vet, 30-year commander in Broward County, and he's a addiction specialist. He's the man. He is the man. He's a great guy. Oh, my God. I just spent three days with Carlos, and he it, it's like he mentors me. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's just an amazing person all the way around. So I sat in there. I listened to everybody's trauma. You know, this guy tried to kill me. I saw this mom shake this baby and all the trauma that we deal with mm-hmm. on a day-in and day-out basis. So after I go to Carlos and I said, Carlos, out of those 10 cops that were in this session, how many of them have lost their jobs? He looked at me and he says, 90% of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no way. Carlos, come on. With FOP, EAP, FMLA, we're a protected class. If we raise our hands, they have to help us. We can't lose our jobs. And he laughed at me. He goes, Rich, these police officers don't get in trouble for their addictions. They don't get in trouble for the stupid stuff they do on shift because of their addiction. They get trouble for they get in trouble for lying to command staff about their addiction. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. He goes, This is the real reason why you're here. I'm like, what do you mean? So the president comes in, the vice president comes in and say, Rich, we want you, because you go to these shows, you train law enforcement all over the country, we want you to create a program to show law enforcement and firefighters how to get help before they go into internal affairs and get into trouble. Save their career. Count me in. Yeah, it, it's about saving careers and saving lives. It, it, and, absolutely. And it saves these agencies so much money. It costs them a fortune to find the right person, to hire the person, to train them, to, all the years of training, and then to, 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 to fire them because they have a, a PTSD, a drug or alcohol issue, when they can be rehabilitated and save their career. It doesn't make sense financially to do that. Absolutely. So what they said, it says, if you had a million dollars, Rich, what would you do with it to get this word out there that we have a place just for first responders? I said, you know what I would do? They said, we want you to take the whole day tomorrow. By 5 o'clock tomorrow, we want you to email me back what you would do. And I was like, here's what I'm going to do. And I took the whole day. I was on the beach typing and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to create a breakout session. Uh, for shows for ITOA, NTOA, ICAC, Crimes Against Children. I'm going to go to cheese conferences. I'm going to go to fire cheese conferences. I'm going to get a great booth. I'm going to do roll call training, and I'm going to show cops how they can get help because it's not only for the person who's struggling with PTSD, alcohol, or drugs. It's also for their partner because, Jay, I am guilty of this. Absolutely. We have to take a short break. We're going to cut you off here, unfortunately. We will be right back, I promise you. We're talking with Rich Rystocki, roll call training, and retired police officer. Don't go anywhere. This is Law Enforcement Today. Are you working so hard to make a living you can't take time to make any real money? Is every day the same boring routine going nowhere and the money runs out before the month? My name is Ron Legrand, and for over 35 years now, I've been helping clients take their life back by buying and selling houses with no money, credit, experience, or license. If you'll call 800-956-0677, 24 hours, and leave a message, I'll send you my new book and CD absolutely free so you can see how. I've bought hundreds of houses and trained thousands to do the same. Call 800-956-0677 and get your free starter kit until 500 are gone. 
You'll learn how to make a full-time income on a part-time basis without risk, largely tax-free, and get 90% of the work done for you for pennies. That's 800-956-0677. 800-956-0677. Again, 800-956-0677. That's 800-956-0677. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. And we are back. We are talking to Rich Wystocki, retired police officer from Naperville, Illinois. We're talking about roll call training. Your career advanced from cyber crimes to all of a sudden you're retired and then you're still working in cyber crime training and all these other things. And now it's taken a strange turn. Now you're working on trying to help people who have drug and alcohol, PTSD, other co-occurring mental health disorders, and particular uh, first responders, law enforcement officers, firefighters, EMTs, corrections officers, veterans, uh, with the program Help for Our Heroes Transformations Treatment Center in Delray Beach, Florida. Incredible organization. I want to address something real quick. There is a, a conception that people have that aren't in law enforcement that law enforcement has a hate relationship with people who have problems with drugs and alcohol. And I don't think it's exactly accurate. I can tell you my own case, my own history, that we had problems every Friday night, every Saturday night, the same calls, the same house, um, and then that person would get sober and, and it would be like, hallelujah, thank God. God, we were thrilled for them. Uh, when someone who's struggling with the opiate addiction, you know, even back in the 70s and 80s, we had people dying at record paces. And when they would have an overdose and live through it and then get clean afterwards, we were thrilled for them and their family. And we would do anything to try to help them because, to be quite honest, from a law enforcement perspective, they were a suffering person, but they were also a pain in your, you know what, because it was just constant call after call after call and he couldn't solve it right so now you're working on solving it how did that happen well here's the deal you know when over the last three days jay the management staff from transformations i had and my partner nick gore had made meetings because with the fop and the fire unions over the last three days the reasons why we did that is we were at the IACP, International Association Chiefs of Police Conference. We had a booth there. You would not believe how many administrators and chiefs of police do not understand about FMLA and how to protect their people. You wouldn't believe that it's it just unfathomable when, you know, the, the problem in, in law enforcement and all these chiefs we got to get Narcan. We got to get Narcan. We got to get Narcan. So you have patrol officers saying, "All right, I'm going to Narcan him again, third time this month." And we need legislation that if somebody is applied Narcan from public safety, they need to spend two weeks in a program. You know, so but until legislation catches up with that, 
We have Chiefs buying Narcan, showing our guys how to buy Narcan, but one of their owners struggling, that guy's gone. That's right. They they they, they do nothing to... I don't want to say they as in all agencies. There are some that are very progressive in that way. But there are so many that are still in the dark ages when it comes to this. Absolutely. And, and, and there are there are counties and, and you know chiefs that would rather get rid of a guy because they think he's a liability instead of helping them. So last week we went to the Illinois Fire Chiefs Conference. I did my I did my um, my breakout session, my roll call session, and the, you could hear a pin drop. And I asked those guys in the fire service. I said, "How many of you guys over the past year had someone struggling with PTSD, alcohol, or drugs?" And I had ten to twelve chiefs raising their hand just in the past year. Yeah. And those are the ones who just raised their hand. Can you imagine who the ones who didn't raise their hand? There's probably at least half the I room. Said, Yes. So I said, after my training, I'll be at my table, which is just outside the room. If you give me your card, I will send you the entire roll call training to share with your troops. Jay, I have have a line of 45 chiefs dropping off their cards for me wanting the training. Because it's about saving lives. You know, we always say that if, when you're on the job, I don't know what they called it in, in Naperville, but in Baltimore, if it was an officer needed assistance, it was a signal 13. And we had a specific tone that went over the radio and the dispatcher would break across citywide for everyone. Right. And, and you would go through hell or high water to get to them to try to save them. And yet when Absolutely. an officer, and I include all first responders, when one is struggling with PTSD and then that fuels... Uh, substance abuse issues and their life is in danger because this this drives a suicide problem that we have and their lives are clearly in danger we don't have the same sense of urgency and so many of us won't rush to try to save them or help them right we just say suck it up get on with it and then that's been our culture it's well, been that I way forever yeah this, yeah so i want to take the bull by the horns and say no we there is a place for our first responders. Usually, the alcoholism or the drug abuse. The underlying factor is PTSD. With the EMDR, with the you know, w- with the neuro things that they're doing at at transformations, it's an amazing place where they are. Carlos is getting to the root of the problem, and in the roll call training, we show four success stories. Two military, one paramedic, and one police officer who went through Carlos's training, and they are survivors. And so it's so important for chiefs, sheriffs, fire chiefs, corrections, and believe it or not, dispatchers, we're including this too, because the amount of trauma they get, they suffer a lot of PTSD. They do. And I couldn't do their job. They are the ones who are... They are the ones who are opening the door to that. Yeah. So we need to recognize them as well. So my job is to create great training that police officers, firefighters, and anybody in public service knows that there's a place for them. And, you know, like I said, we've been meeting with the FOP and fire, and they're like, well, there's no, you know, some of the FOP guys are like, well, there's no way this chief is going to let his, get his guy go to Florida. Well, what do you mean? He's not going to let him go to Florida. What if he goes to the treatment center locally and there's two or three other guys or people that they've arrested in that right. same treatment center? Yeah. What about that? You know, and, and that's another thing that's fantastic about transformations is that our first responder program, they're segregated from everyone else. 
they go to therapy, it's segregated initially, and they can pick other classes they want to reacclimate themselves to other people who are struggling, which is okay. But they stay with first responders, they live with first responders, and it is a shock to them when they get there, oh my God. I'm not the only one who suffers like this. So many, and so many walking so many. around. And uh, in particular, you know, we have active duty people that are really struggling. And I also have a big concern for retirees because so many of them, when they retire, the last yes. thing they have, their last coping skill is gone. We're running out of time. I, where can people get more information about you, what you do, and transformations? So if you want to see a sample of my programs, you can just Google Naperville Police Internet Safety. My videos are there. My website is BeSureConsulting.com, B-E-S-U-R-E, Consulting.com. My email is Rich Wistocki, W-I-S-T-O-C-K-I, at BeSureConsulting.com. And, of course, I have a Transformations page on my site, and you can go to the Transformations Treatment Center uh, website as well. And I will give all their contact information in just a few moments. Rich, thanks so much. I have a funny feeling we'll be meeting and we'll be talking some more in the future. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jay. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program, offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center. In every community across the United States, towns, cities, states, we have law enforcement officers. We have first responders. We have incredible stories of heroism from our first responders. From law enforcement officers, EMTs, paramedics, firefighters. In addition to that, we have heroic crime victim survivors. If you want to tell your story of survival and how you recovered and how you rebuilt your life, feel free to contact us. We'd love to have you as a guest on the Law Enforcement Today show. We made it so easy to get a hold of us, too. There's many different ways. Go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. The Contact Us page of the webpage. Download our free app on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. You can contact us through the free app. You can contact us on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Heck, send me an email. My email address is j, that's J-A-Y, at lawenforcementtoday.com. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us here at Law Enforcement Today. On behalf of everyone associated with the show and the website, this is John J. Wiley. Until next time, see ya.